What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that ought is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Oh, that's right. Some people can't handle the truth. This is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn. Talking about everything under the sun and above and beyond. I want to talk about Mr. Musk's takeover of Twitter and how everyone has said, It has opened the gates of hell. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. And also we want to talk about Halloween. Old Hallow's Eve. Halloween is coming up uh, on Monday. So we, we want to just talk. I, I got to talk about costumes about it for Halloween because it, it kind of drives me crazy. And I got to fix the microphone for a second. You know what? This is done live. So what? So you know what? So every once in a while, you're going to see some, you have some mishaps. You're going to have some things that go, technically go wrong. But you know what? That's why I'm Gen X. I don't care. I'm going to give you my thoughts. I'm going to give you my process. We're going to just keep on rolling along. So evidently. The merger, I shouldn't even say the merger, the takeover for Twitter has gone through. And people are on Twitter are sitting there. And I love it because it's people on Twitter bashing Twitter. And people on Twitter are saying it's It's like the gates of hell have opened. (laughs) It's not that bad. Musk closed, finally closed the deal at $44 billion on Thursday. And he promptly went out and just started firing people. He fired the CEO, he fired the CFO, he fired the head of legal policy and trust. He fired, what was it, legal policy, trust trust and safety. Uh, He had accused them of misleading him and investors over the number of fake accounts on the platform. And you know what, he fired the, uh, who else did he fire? I I think those are the main people that he fired. He got rid of them. You spend $44 billion on something? I'm gonna tell you this right now, you can fire whoever the hell you want. And of course, if you have $44 billion, well, he doesn't have $44 billion. A lot of it's invested through the banks and a few other financial institutions. And I love it because people are like, you know, this is, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long, strange ride here at Twitter. It's going to be terrible. And it's all the liberal, liberal pundits that are losing their mind. Because anyone knows when you want, when you're a banana republic and you need to control the population, the first thing you always do is they teach you, especially this is going back early in the days, you, you control the media. They used, to, they used to control the radio stations, the newspaper. Twitter, Facebook, or Meta, or whatever the hell you want to call it now, are, are sources of information that can be controlled, that can be manipulated through the algorithms, through just someone clicking a button, and it can allow you to either enhance or take away the thoughts and the processes of certain parties. And I love it because it's, it's, it's people are losing their mind and they're mainly liberals because of the fact that like, again, if you cannot control the media narrative and you cannot control social media, 
then it's it's one of those thought processes that you can't control what people are thinking or what people are saying or what people are doing. You can't control that then. And you cannot control the flow of information. Oh, Dan Rather came out. Dan Rather. Dan Rather. Who, who didn't even know Dan Rather was still around? And I love it because he says this on Twitter. With this Twitter thing maybe changing considerably, a question I am asking, should I stay or should I go? If I go, there will be trouble. If I stay, there will be double. So come on and let me know, should I stay or should I go? I didn't even know Dan Rather was still alive. If you want me to be perfectly honest. So I'm good with him going either way. And I love it because then you have... Another another one come out. Another person came out and said a huge number of people will be leaving this platform instantly because Musk is already controversially controversial and disliked. So you should leave something because you don't like the owner of it. So if you don't like the owner of, let's say, or the CEO of Toyota or Ford, and it's your right, you're not going to buy the car. <sighs> Nobody likes Jeff Bezos, but everyone shops at Amazon. And I love it because you had some podcasters saying that this has now become a hellscape. And I love it because they're bashing him on Twitter about Twitter. And this person said, so let's be clear. I'm not leaving Twitter. But I'm that girl who always likes to have an alternative way to stay in touch with my friends just in case. But I'm not leaving Twitter. These people are never leaving Twitter. These are the same people that sit there and say, if certain person wins the election, I am moving out of the country. I'm going to Canada. Oh, Canada. And then they never leave. Why is that? Because your ego is bigger than your bravado. And the problem with that is you're not going anywhere because, A, you don't want to leave the country. And I laugh because you you go to places like Canada that's like socialized medicine. You go places in the UK. And you never hear anyone in the States say, you know what? I need this surgery. This life-saving surgery. I'm going to Canada. I'm 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 going to London. No, you always see that you, you always see like these people coming here to have these types of surgery because it's the best place in the world to be. And Twitter, in some regards, is not Facebook. Facebook has gone down the pipes. Facebook, Facebook is the old timers thing. Is the thing that old timers use. Such as me. I don't even use Facebook. I'm still on MySpace. But it's one of those things that it is a media that you can get to a large amount of people to and give a large amount of information. And then I find it because this, this was another one. This guy is called, I'm going to, I'm going to call this guy. It's rotten in Denmark. I find it pretty hard to make jokes about Musk buying Twitter. Nearly every American media institution is now openly right wing or obsessed with giving reactionisms and the benefit of the doubts. What's the case for optimism about the next decade at this point? Really? The American media is right wing. The only right wing station that I would say, and I I call them out directly all the time, is Fox, CNN, MSNBC, CBS. They are beyond liberal. They are beyond liberal to the point that you can't say anything against them because of the fact that they're so liberal and you cannot have a, a different type of opinion. You can't have different types of information because you're not allowed to. You're not allowed. I do like the fact that Musk is coming in right away and saying that, you know what, we're, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to get people out of Twitter jail 
people that have been probably unfairly banned for giving their viewpoint and and moved you know moved off of the platform. And if you don't think if, if you cannot think of the, the the I mean if you sit there and you're saying to yourself, well, social media doesn't really matter. The social media narrative doesn't matter, but a lot of people get their information for social media. In reference to Twitter and Instagram, Facebook and everything else. So much to the point that Joe Biden got elected because of the fact that Facebook, the government asked Facebook not to push the Hunter Biden narrative. Zuckerberg admitted it. They came up to him and said, you know what? It's, it's mis- you're going to get misinformation. And it wasn't misinformation. You have a laptop. You have photos. You have emails. You have voicemails. But they knew it would harm their candidate. So what did they do? They went and banned people on Twitter. They, they blocked the New York Post story who, who, who exposed the Hunter Biden laptop. They blocked him. They blocked, they blocked the New York Post because of the fact that it was misinformation. And then they came out and said, well, no, 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 no. It's not misinformation. It was stolen information. How was it stolen when a guy dropped off his laptop? The owner tried to get him to pick it up for numerous periods of time. He never came back and got it. He never paid for the repairs. And then when the gentleman was going through and fixing the laptop, he saw things that he turned over to the FBI because he thought it was, well, you know, a little fishy. But at that point in time, no, 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 it's disinformation. No, 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 not disinformation. It's stolen. It wasn't stolen. If You know what? There's a period of time that you see on laptop place. When you take your laptop somewhere, you go somewhere. They sit there and they tell you, you have an extended, you, you have a period of time to come and claim your laptop. And if you don't, they, they basically, it's basically the, uh, the, the, you know, it's the, now then the property of whoever owns the shop or whatever. So it's not stolen information. It's stolen. But that's the way they get, a, that's the way they get around these things. That's the way they get away from these things. That that's what makes them. Sit there and say, you know, you know, this this is how we can control the narrative. But I just, I, I just think it's so apropos that people are bashing Twitter on Twitter. I like one person write, "Why would I leave Twitter? It's like living in New York and not taking the subway. Sure, it's dirty and smells bad, but it's how you get places in New York." That's a that's a that's a that's a good that's a good tweet. I like that tweet, but I, I, I just, the only, like I said, the only reason they're losing their minds, the left is because of the fact that they can no longer control the narrative. They can no longer control the narrative. And honestly, when you pay $44 billion for something, you could do whatever the hell you want. Then people were freaking out because he wanted to, uh, he wanted to lay off 75% of the staff at Twitter. I mean, how much Twitter, how much staff do you really need at Twitter on something that is basically a self-contained social media outlet. How much staff do you really need? Then the big question was, is he going to unlock or reinstate Donald Trump's account? Dun, dun, dun. Why not? It's called freedom of speech. We live in this country for a reason. We live in this country for the, the fact that we can go out on the street corner and say what we want. You can't go into a movie theater and scream fire, but you could sit there and tell people your point of view. You may be annoying. You, you may be, you may be, you know, considered an a-hole, 
But that's what this country is based on. If you have a left-leaning view, if you have a right-leaning view, if you have any one of these views, you could give that view and you can give that opinion. It's okay. It's all right because you want to know why? Because it's your opinion. And with the First Amendment, you are protected with freedom of speech. So why not reinstate some of these people who probably got banned unfairly because they had more of a right-leaning agenda? And I love it because Musk came out and pledged he's going to make it a more warm and welcoming to all. He vowed that advertisers can count on the site to be one of the to help strengthen their brand and grow their enterprises. You know that's great, and I love it because advertisers evidently reached out to uh, Musk earlier, and they were kind of spooked, and they're kind of spooked back to the pledge to roll back some of the key decisions that made in, in, as related to uh, content uh, monitoring, such as reinstating Trump. I'm, I don't want to break this news to you. You put Trump back on Twitter, your advertising is going. Your advertising view is going to go up exponentially. And I love it because people are going to be. People are like, well, you know what? I I, I don't want. I I can't see a CEO of a multi billion dollar company or just CEO of a small company sitting there and going, you know what? I I don't want to advertise on Twitter because of Trump because I don't want to get more views. And I, I don't want to get more impressions. I, I don't want to get any of that because you know what? I don't I don't I don't want to sell anything. It makes you want to bang your head against the wall. And I love it because the government is so afraid of Musk. They're so afraid of SpaceX. They're so afraid of Tesla and everything else that now they now they think they need to investigate him. Now they think they have to, you know, they have they have to take a look at his dealings and his security clearance and everything else. It's amazing that this guy was the champion of of the left not that long ago. But then all of a sudden now he's a security risk. Biden spokesman unaware of talks. I love this because the Biden spokesman, the, the press secretary for Joe Biden is we're we're gonna do a video. We're gonna do a video. I, I say video because I do a I do a video podcast for Sports Channel, but we're gonna do a show in a couple of weeks called Who's Dumber Than a Box of Rocks? And we're gonna start with AOC. We're gonna start with this. The the, the I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna talk about her name, but we're 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 gonna talk about the new press secretary. It's not new anymore. Because of the fact that, you know, there was talks already about reviewing uh, Musk, doing a security review for Musk. Because of the fact that he is providing the, he is providing the internet, free internet for the Ukraine. He's providing that. And, you know, there, there was talks and some consideration that, you know, he, he may, you know, stop <laughs> providing that service and everything else. That's the Starlink satellite service. And it cost him $80 million so far. But, you know, he's providing it for free. But now that he has bought Twitter, it's all of a sudden, well, you know, we have to review the security clearance of Mr. Musk. We we need to do a security review because he could could be an enemy of the state. Dun-dun-dun. You just can't make this stuff up. You really can't because it goes from one extreme to the other and it goes so quickly. And I, and you just, like I said, I always sit there and say, and I can't hear it. You know what? That was going to be a sound effect and I'm going to wait till it stops playing because I, I didn't turn the sound effect, but, but I always sit there and say, doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I always feel like I'm taking crazy pills with this administration. I really do. Trust me. Trump had, had his Trump, the Trumpian uh 
regime had its own problems. But this one is the president says something and they walk it back 15 minutes later. He evidently can't find his way around. He's got to be led around. But don't worry, everything's okay. And don't worry, Pennsylvania, if you elect John Fetterman, you're a bunch of freaking idiots. And I I love the I love Fetterman's wife. Fetterman's wife the other day came out and basically said swimming pools are racist. And uh, I like when and, and and then you had Pete Buttigieg coming out and saying highways are racist too. Um, but then coming out and saying that him needing all these monitors and all this assistance and everything else just for him to function is just like turning up the brightness on your screen of your phone. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I'm just gonna keep saying that because I think that is the most apropos thing that that because it's just and and and. And you have you have the people, some people on the left that just lap this stuff up. They're lap dogs. They just lap it up because of the fact that anything that they say, it's okay. It's all right. We're all we're all good. We don't we don't need to we don't need to worry about that. Halloween is coming around the corner right now, and Old Hallow's Eve. And you know, Halloween in my day was back in my day when bubble gum was only back in my day when bubble gum was only twenty five cents. <laughs> Bazooka Joe. I love Bazooka Joe. Bazooka Joe has one of my favorite quotes on it. And that the Bazooka Joe quote is, you know, lead follower, get out of my way. And I, and I think that should be a, a, you know, that should be a motto for people. But I was looking at the top costumes for Halloween. And I, and I just, I just don't get it. I really don't because we've gone you know, a, a totally weird direction with Halloween. It, it has now become a, I, I don't want to say it. It's, it's now become a, a Gen Y and a Gen Z opportunity to be, a, you know, to, to dress like a slut. Cause there's always this, there's always like the slutty cheerleader. <laughs> you know, you, you, you have the slutty Disney character. I saw one the other day that it was the slutty astronaut. But the top 10 searches on Google for costumes are uh, number one is a witch, and then goes Spider Man, dinosaur, strange things, fairy, pirate, rabbit, cheerleader, cowboy, Harley Quinn. And then also you have more characters like Batman was 19, Superhero was 32, Joker was, I mean, excuse me, Superhero was 23, Joker was 32, Poison Ivy was 44, Catwoman was 46. And then Hocus Pocus had jumped up to number 14. I never understood the movie Hocus Pocus. I've seen I've seen the movie Hocus Pocus, and I and I, I've seen the uh, the Hocus Pocus um, remake or not remake. They did they did a Hocus Pocus number two. And you know what? I don't know. I never. I if you think and again, it's one of those movies that back in the day you could do because it. You know, everyone says, well, it's a cute kids movie. It's a, it's it's a fun kids movie. They're trying to trap the souls of children so they could maintain their youthful appearances. How is that like a kid-friendly movie? But once again, you know, Gen X is like, yeah, that's that's you know, that's what we do. It's a kids movie, and what we're trying to do is we're trying to trap the souls of children so we can maintain so we can maintain our youth. <laughs> I love that. I, I I just love that. And then I'm looking at the, then I'm looking at like I said the Halloween costumes. And I'm looking, I'm on costumes.com and, you know, you look, you look at the top, uh, like the top women's costumes and let's, let's go, let's go through some of the top women's costumes, sexy, deadly ninja. 
I like that one. A woman dressed in just roses. Steampunk lady costume for women. I love sexy woman sheriff costume. <laughs> I, and here we go. Sexy sequin ringmaster costume. You had the you had the slave outfit from Princess Leia. Sexy popcorn babe costume. Nurse hottie costume. Women's classic Playboy costume. These are the top. These are the top costumes for for women. And I love it because they they either start all with adult or sexy. I like sexy workout eighties costume. Sexy women under construction costume. Sexy brainy babe costume for women. Sexy costume clubbing cutie. <laughs> I love the sexy punishing one costume. Sexy bring it, bring it baddie women's costume. And it's from the movie, uh, you know, um, bring it, bring it on. Let's bring it on or whatever it is. The, the cheerleading movie. Bring it on or whatever it is. But I, I, I just love this. You have sexy Mrs. Cookie costume and female adult blue tuxedo costume. And then you also you also have the you have to have the women's sassy costume, scarecrow costume. Really? And then I love it because then you go into the men's costumes. This is always good. You go into the men's costumes. And the men's costumes are one of the number one things is adult thing one and thing two. Lion from the uh Wizard of Oz. And uh, Avengers Endgame costume. Looks like it's Thor, I guess. Then you also have things like Wolverine. You know, Beauty and the Beast, Astronaut, George Washington, Adult Harry Potter. You have to have the Adult Astronaut Jumpsuit, Men's Dashing Devil's Costume, Back to the Future Marty McFly. I like the adult uh, costume that's the, the dinosaur. Uh, you have, what do you what do you have here? You have Jax Link's Plus Size Adult Sasquatch Costume. And then you have costumes such as adult T-Bird costume from Greece back to and back to the future. Are, are we missing something here? Are, are, are we not? Where's where's the sexy? <laughs> where where is the where's the sexy costume? I mean, thank God, I, you know, I laugh because thank God I got boys <laughs> because I, I could I couldn't see this on here for for girls for little girls or or when girls you know when they grow up into teenage and everything else because it's one of those things that you you look at it and it's like oh my god you you have enough problems with you know with 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 people worrying about you know being made fun of and their body and everything else but everything that they do is sexy this sexy that and you kind of you got to kind of feel bad for these kids because of the fact that what just happened to like, you know, being a witch, being a ghost, being something from your favorite, being something from your favorite movie, being Strawberry Shortcake. You don't have to be sexy Strawberry Shortcake. You could be someone from Strawberry Shortcake. You know, whatever, whatever happened to that? What did happen to normal Halloween costumes? I did. A, I When I was in fifth grade, it was fifth grade. In, in fifth grade, you still dressed up back in my day to go into school. And I decided that now I'm not going to deny it. I'm a handsome man. I, I decided that I was going to dress up as a girl. And I'm talking, I had on a skirt. I had on a, a nice blouse. I had on a wig. And I was sitting there eating my cupcake, talking to my friends. And one of the moms came in. And there was a couple of moms that came in. They were talking in the corner. And they were looking at me. 
And I laughed because they were they were staring at me, and I'm like, why are these people staring at me? And then one of the moms came over and introduced herself. And I've known this mom because the, the mom was one of my friends and my best friends. And she was like, you know, hi, I'm such and such as mom, blah, 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 blah. And I go, yeah, I know. And she looks at me and goes, what do you mean? Yeah, you know. She's like, what? I, and I pull up my wig. <laughs> she goes, oh, my God. She goes, I thought you were a new student. And then I laughed because I went trick-or-treating that night. And it, it cracked me up because no one even knew that I was in costume. Things that make you go, mm. uh, Just to make sure everyone, you know, uh, check check your kids. Make sure they're safe this Halloween if they are going out trick-or-treating. It, it's, a, it's a big thing in our neighborhood. Our neighborhood's like Mayberry. They literally bring kids in by, by the minivan loan, and they block off our one street. And, you know, I think last year we probably got like four or five hundred trick-or-treaters. And, but you know what? You still, need, you still need to keep an eye on your kids. You still need to be safe. You still need to, to understand that why there is – this is a fun holiday. There are people out there that are just crazy and delusional and everything else. Um, but you know what? You got You wish it sometimes with Halloween you went back to a simpler time because, you know, we, we always we – um, we had the razor blades uh, in the Snickers bars. That was that was our big thing, you know. The, you always had the rumors that there was razor blades in the Snickers bars. You know what? You know what? Another tale, a tall tale, was that I thought was interesting. That that, you, that these are the things you had in the eighties. They used to have this candy called Pop Rocks. Now, Pop Rocks basically what you do is it was like a uh, um, it, w- it was like a hard not a hard candy, but it was like a, it looked like gravel, and you could chew it, but you put it in your mouth and it popped. And it was weird because you put it on your tongue and I guess it was activated by the saliva and it literally would pop in your mouth, like, you know, like popcorn. So the, the, the tall tale was that if you, if you had Pop Rocks and you drank Coke together with the Pop Rocks, it would explode in your mouth and you would die. Now they had the kid from, they had the kid from Life Cereal with Mikey. They go, Mikey likes it. And this is the kid, this is the kid in the red shirt. And the rumor was, and the speculation was, this was before the internet, that Mikey died. Because the fact that he ate Pop Rocks and drank Coke at the same time. That was the big thing. You, and you'd go, you hear that? Mikey died? Now, of course, there was no social media. There was no way to verify this because you're just a bunch of dumb kids. But they're like, did you hear Mikey died? And they're like, how did he die? Well, he died. He, he ate Pop Rocks and Coke. And it blew up in his mouth. <laughs> I just think that is one of the greatest things ever. It was fun today. We're going to have to wrap it up a little bit. But you know what? Like I always say, this is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn, bringing you the mad ramblings of a Gen Xer. I hope everyone's enjoying the pod. We'll have more coming up next week. Keep your kids safe. Keep them close. Happy Hallow's Eve, and we'll see you soon.